eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Gear up, Dolphin fans, because it is about to be a wild offseason. Jake and Josh are piloting this ship as we prepare for a new era of Miami Dolphins football. If you don't already, follow them on Twitter at jmendel94 and at Houts. Help our community grow by hitting the subscribe button and leaving a review. We thank you all for the support. Now let's talk some football. Dable, Quinn, Joseph, McDaniel, who the hell knows? Welcome into Finsider Radio. This is the Jake and Josh Show. Josh, I was talking to you about it before we start the show, man. You almost escaped without the world knowing it was your birthday, but everything caught up to you. All those times you put your uh, credit card info in, your social security number, it all caught up to you, and Twitter sphere happened to find you and wish you a happy birthday, man. How was your birthday yesterday? Honestly, man. It, well, first, thank you. But honestly, it was just like any other day. I sat around watching the same Disney movies, you know, refreshing Twitter, <laughs> waiting to see if the Dolphins were going to s- sign Vance Joseph as the next head coach on my birthday, because that would have been a uh, complete gut punch. But yeah, I almost made it through the day. But those big ass balloons that just show up on your Twitter feed caught up with me. But how have you been, man? How a long time? No talk. 
Yeah, it's been a couple of days. We've had some wild football games. And you you sent me yesterday, uh, you know, it was one of the millions of reports we're seeing on social media about who the next Dolphins head coach is going to be. We don't know anything. We're going to talk about some of the guys here in just a minute. Uh, but when you sent me a link yesterday, every time you do, I just think it's going to be that Vance Joseph is going to be hired as the next head coach of the Miami Dolphins. And Josh, that, I think we're all starting to agree, is a tough pill to swallow, especially when you look at how well some of these offenses played this weekend. When you look at that Bills, that Chiefs game, when you look at the final two minutes of that game, man, it really puts into perspective what you need to win in the NFL. And it isn't, I'm going to throw a bullet that doesn't deserve to be thrown, but I'm going to throw it anyway. It doesn't include throwing three interceptions in a game. You can't have that happening. No, not at all. And I think what was so cool about, I guess, this past weekend's game was there was kind of like polar opposites, right? The games on the one day were, you know, kind of low scoring games, point, low scoring yeah. affairs. And then the next day, it was just all offense. I mean, that Chiefs game, did they say they scored like 25 points on, within two minutes or something at the end of that game? I mean, mm-hmm. that was an incredible game, man. And I guess when every Dolphins fan, when you're sitting there watching that game, I mean, the first thing you have to think about is how far away are the Dolphins? And I mean, that was my first instinct, Jake, just sitting there thinking, you know, the Dolphins can never compete with these teams. And then I thought about you know, yeah, right. two is rookie year. You know, I, I know it wasn't the same, but Uh-oh. he kind of went we against the Chiefs, right? So um, <laughs> I kind of took a step back there. But man, just Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, those quarterbacks in the AFC are juggernauts. And that was honestly maybe one of the greatest games I've ever seen. But it opened up the chance for, you know, Brian Dable. He's now out there. He's now available. Is he going to be the next head coach of the Dolphins, Jake? I don't know. But um, awesome games this past weekend for sure. But let's jump right into that because. Because Brian Dable, it's a name that's been linked to Miami forever. 2011, he was the offensive coordinator. We saw what he did with Reggie Bush and Brandon Marshall. Uh, But Josh, I think the biggest thing that's coming out with Dable right now is that not only the Dolphins are a team that wants an offensive-minded head coach, you see that you need to compete with teams like the Bills and the Chiefs. So obviously, taking a bite out of that apple isn't the worst idea. Uh, But we're hearing two things now. We're hearing that Dable's intrigued by reuniting with Tua. And then we're also hearing that Dable's concerned about his ceiling. Josh, what side is true? And you can't say that, hey, maybe it's somewhere in the middle because that'd be too logical. Yeah, that will be too logical. And that's exactly what I was going to say. But I think your whole point is there are just so many reports out there, man. And I mean, as Dolphin fans, as you know, the whole reason we're on Twitter is to to read those reports, you know, get the news as quick as we can. But I think we all need to take a step back. I mean, everyone's saying something different. Everyone has a candidate, you know, that they're putting their, I guess, what, five minutes of fame or, or, you know, people bashing them for five minutes, maybe on the line. But Jake, I don't think anybody truly knows, but I am intrigued by Brian Dable. I think, you know, that New York Giants position, I mean, as soon as Sean... I can't even say I probably messed up his name as soon as, but Joe Schoen or whoever the assistant GM, (laughs) big ass from the bills went there. I think everyone immediately linked Dable to the giants. So we'll see what happens there. I think, you know, Brian Flores is going in there for a second interview. So could Brian Flores get hired by the giants and allow Dable to come to the dolphins or Dable? I mean, I think you told me how to pronounce it properly in the last podcast, but I'm going to completely butcher it a thousand times, but could that open up an opportunity for him to land in Miami? Dude, anything's possible, but we all just need to take a step back and, and stop reading so much of these reports but as soon as we're done here man i'm gonna go on there and start refreshing twitter dude i am right there with you um i think it's interesting because during the giants press conference big s there uh, he said that they do want to stick with uh, daniel jones at quarterback and i go back to what the miami dolphins are looking for in a head coach and i think it's a weird situation because i think the dolphins are trying to pitch especially with the reports that came out about how flores and greer work together uh where i don't think they'd come from the flores side where It kind of seemed like where uh, I think it was in the Miami Herald. They mentioned that they spent the last week or two trying to hash things out, trying to figure it out. It seemed like, you know, the 
uh, you know, front office, Stephen Ross, they were kind of cool with giving Brian Flores a lot of power. Uh, but all of a sudden, now we're hearing reports for the next head coach that R- Ross wants to uh, to make it work in Miami. So I'm curious to see what you think about that and how that impacts the, the coaching search. Because do you feel it's a situation where, you know, Ross is again digging his feet into a situation that's going to eventually hurt the Dolphins? Or is it more, you know, open and what we heard that happened with Flores was kind of close to the truth where this is an organization that's ready to let a coach take the reins and it's just kind of up to them to, you know, show that. I really hope that, you know, for as much as I support too, as much as I think, you know, with things around him this year three, you know, could be make or break, could be a whole different Tua. I don't think you can strap a, a head coach and a, you know, forcing mm-hmm. a quarterback upon him. I would hate to go. I'd hate to be Brian Flores, you know, interviewing that second interview and here, you know, we want you to work with Daniel Jones. I mean, that would turn me off immediately, but I think, you know, with any of that, these owners have to give a little bit. So, you know, I think that any guy comes in here, they're going to have this, this year to try to, figure things out, get that offense in place. And then we'll see what we have in two. I mean, I don't know about you, Jake. I'm only starting to get like truly into this draft class, but this quarterback class is a little underwhelming. I continue to think there's no one in this draft class. The Dolphins are going to get, especially right now with a bottom, what bottom four draft pick, your first round pick, you know, Niners uh, are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's, okay, let's just yeah, say it. So, and that's going to be the closest <laughs> we ever had to that 32nd pick as hard as that is. But I mean, it's just one of those things where I think that, you know, you have all that ammunition next season. I think um, they have two first or another pick that quarterback class looks much more enticing to me so see what you have with two of this year you know if things start to unfold tank the right way and and let's figure this out but I think any owner that straps a head coach with a quarterback uh, is almost as dumb as strapping a head coach with a lame duck GM but I we're going right down that road again aren't we yeah and you wonder if that is the situation if Ross hasn't learned because we do have to say Look at how many defensive guys the Dolphins hired with Brian Flores as head coach, especially in those early rounds of the draft, man. We saw how excited he was for Raekwon Davis a couple of years ago. So I do wonder if that kind of points back to if we have an offensive guy come in and be the head coach. Yes, I said we. Yes, the Dolphins sign our checks. No, no they don't. No. Uh, but <laughs> I'll poetry snap for that one. But you see a situation where an offensive guy can come in and all of a sudden you see the Dolphins, those first, those second round picks are going to the offensive side of the football. So that's kind of my way of talking myself into it is seeing how many guys on the defensive end they took with Florida as a head coach that, Hey, maybe their pitches Greer is going to kind of tailor a team to the vision that's already built. That's already kind of established. And they're just searching for the right offensive mind to push it in the right direction. I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Can you, can you walk me through a couple of these guys that we're hearing? Well, I just want to ask you one more thing before we get away from Brian DeBole is, you know, you know, it is enticing to hear he wants to come and work with Tua. Jake, don't part of us have to, you know, be a little bit concerned, though. We do not have Josh Allen. We may never have another Josh Allen. I mean, we have not been able to find a Josh Allen since Marino retired. I mean, isn't a little bit of concern that we don't have uh, Josh Allen to go out there and operate that offense? I mean, we saw what Gabe Davis had, what, four or five touchdowns? I mean, that was just absurd, man. So, I mean, I know a lot of it was the offensive system. The play calling was nice. But when you have, I mean, let's be honest, top two, top three quarterback in football, I mean, that certainly makes things a lot easier. So I guess that would be one of those things that kind of makes me take a step back and just wonder, is Brian DeBull going to be able to come to Miami and, you know, get right off to a hot start? But at the same time, man, if he openly picks to come to Miami and to battle against Josh Allen, you know, what kind of kahunas does that take? I mean, I keep thinking about that if he willingly takes that job you know i want to go down there turn that team around work with tua i mean you're just it's that stand me is it stands dad you know carrying his balls in the wheelbarrow i mean that's what i picture <laughs> brian DeBole just saying you know i'm going to miami and i'm going to come up here and sean mcdermott i'm going to take that throne so um that's a positive way to spin it but jake 
we're sitting here talking about Brian DeBowen. I think the guy that really needs to be talked about and something that, you know, completely shifted. I don't know if you saw his odds, but Vance Joseph's DraftKings odds jumped up to plus 250 after all these rumors were coming out. I got to be honest, I think some of that's because Pro Football Network and a good friend of ours, Matt Kanata, started to, you know, say that he started to think Vance Joseph was a guy and everybody went into a tizzy, man. So what are your thoughts on Vance Joseph? Tell me a little bit about his background because that to me would be hiring a nice Brian Flores, a yes man, and that's just not the way we need to go. I was talking about this on Twitter, Ed. Vance Joseph hiring him would be like the worst staycation of all time. You know exactly <laughs> what you're getting. Yes. You've been there. And the worst part is you wake up, you know, months later after paying for your trip and you're right where you started. That is like the kicker of the whole Vance Joseph situation is because we're going to be looking at our watches for three years saying, yes, we've seen this. You know, we live here. We know what this is about until we try again and try to go to a new destination. Obviously, it could be totally different, man. But that's kind of how I feel about this. That is just kind of be the, the miserable finale that we're just kind of sitting around waiting for if that's the direction the Dolphins going. Yeah, it'd be like the being stuck in quicksand. But I mean, as Dolphin fans, I mean, this would be the exact hiring that you would expect right i think when our one of our podcasts you know we sat here broke them down and i think we both are like anybody but vance joseph and now as you start <laughs> to hear these names linger it's like oh my god anybody but vance joseph you do got to remember he was a defensive coordinator here in 2016 worked with adam gase his defense ranked fourth in the nfl in third downs with a 36.2 percent while forcing the six most negative plays with 107 in the leagues the dolphins won nine of their final 11 regular season games in 2016 and then vance joseph went on to become the head coach of the Denver Broncos. He went 11 and 21 as a head coach, Jake. And um, Mike McCoy was the offense coordinator. I guess that's the only, you know, kind of bright spot I see here is if you bring in uh, Vance Joseph, maybe he won't ignore the offensive side of the football the way that Brian Flores did. But again, you're just getting a nicer Brian Flores with maybe a nicer staff. And we want better than that. Yeah. And the defense, man, like it was, it was a good defense. Uh, Vance Joseph. I mean, I think Andre branch still has to be sending him <laughs> checks for the amount of money he got him uh, oh for God. that one year in Miami. They, they what gave him three years, 30 mil after that one season and his defense, man, it's pretty toxic. You think about those six most, uh, you know, negative plays that the team had with 107, they still gave up a lot of huge plays. That defense man was awful, awful against the run. I think, that started the you know trend of the Dolphins having some of the worst run defenses in franchise history. So it's a real like roll the dice type of defense where it's going to be volatile. Uh, you're going to force fumbles. You're going to get interceptions, maybe even a couple pick sixes out of it. Uh, but at the other side, man, you're, you can get gashed uh, quite a bit with what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and I don't think we want to see that again. It's, you know, and maybe he can take this defense to another limits. You know, maybe he learned from his past mistakes. But to me, I mean, this just seems like a guy that, you know, maybe worked with Chris Greer here, obviously, in the past, you know, maybe has a little bit of say and it would agree and just be that yes, man. But Jake, I kind of joked, has a coach ever come back to coach another team? Because wasn't Adam Gase the head coach here when um, Vance Joseph was the defense coordinator? Could he mm -hmm. possibly come back and be the offense coordinator? Is that something that oh, even no. exists? And um, I'm sorry that I threw that out in the universe. But I mean, has that ever been done before? then I guess uh, my next question would be, are the Dolphins still paying him? Because I feel like they still got to be paying uh, Adam Gase a little bit, you know? I think once he signed with the Jets, I think that that kind of cut them off okay, the hooks. But, okay. dude, you are scaring the hell out of me if he's going to bring back Adam Gase. Because you th think about it, man. Gase is the one who gave him the opportunity to come here. Uh, he had that great season with the Dolphins, and he got hired to be the coach of the Broncos. So, man, that is very scary. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And something I do want to kind of throw out here as everyone's kind of saying, you know, what ifs and, you know, I have a feeling or maybe or could or possibly that here are the Dolphins odds for a head coach in week one of 2019. Josh, this was so interesting. This was near the end of the 2018 season after Gase uh, was let go. John Harbaugh was the favorite, followed by Chris Richard. Darren Rizzi in third, former coach Darren Rizzi. Yes. That does not scream Vance Joseph this bring year. It, I mean, that's back, the exact parallel. Jim Harbaugh, Dennis Allen, Eric Bieniemy, and then Brian Flores at plus a thousand. So I just think it's important to keep in mind that there are going to be some names that get really attractive, really you know quickly, like a Jim Harbaugh, even Vance Joseph. But I think there's going to be two or three names, uh, maybe someone on the 49ers, maybe somebody on the Rams who might go under the radar a little bit. But the key is their name sticks with the Dolphins. You know, it might not be the most you know cut through most obvious you know leak of an information we see but there's going to be one name i think that's going to be linked from start to finish and be like oh you know he was under the radar the whole time but he, the, you know the the clues were there scooby-doo would have found him. scooby-doo would have found him and this is john harbaugh right so that would have been a trade with the ravens is that correct or am i uh, that's that is the ravens coach here so i mean that to me opened up a whole nother conversation jake that we weren't even going to talk about but with sean payton retiring yesterday i mean i know the dolphins would never do something like that because it would just make way too much sense but Dude, I mean, I thought about it. All those picks they're willing to give up for Deshaun Watson, you know, you'd probably have to give up a fraction of those to get a head coach. And a guy like Sean Payton, that would be amazing. But it does sound like he's taking a step back, maybe wants to get into TV, retiring, quote unquote. I think he'll eventually end up back in Dallas. Everyone kind of reads those tea leaves. But Sean Payton, man, as soon as I saw that there was even a chance, I mean, he jumped right up to the top of my list of head coaches I would love to have in Miami. Yeah, I guess timing is the biggest concern there. And, you know, you wonder if it's a Vance Joseph, is it a one-year thing? And that goes back to the Chan Gailey questions, right? Of how are you building for like a one-year type of thing? So I, it, it's a strange situation where I don't think Sean Payton's going to be there. I, I love that, man. I completely agree. The Dolphins have the picks, but I think he's going to sit out this season and come back in, in 2023. And, and at that point, uh, Mike McCarthy is going to have so many stupid decisions under his belt. I mean, I'm sure Sean Payton will be a shoe in there. Yeah, I mean, he should be a shoe in there right now, but um, I, 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 I agree with you, man. I don't think that Sean Payton will be a head coach this year. It doesn't sound like – I mean, I think he even said his heart's not there to be coaching this season, so let him take a step back. I think they're over, what, $45 million under the over the cap, the Saints, and um, Taysom Hill's their starting quarterback currently, so um, he left them what in champ. I, I saw um, a good friend, Chucks, you know, he tweeted out, I left the Madden franchise in the worst shape than that, so I'm <laughs> – <laughs> I guess we'll see there, man. I guess what we need to bring this all back is to the Dolphins coaching search. And again, we continue to hear different reports. PFN is reporting it's down to the Quinn with Vance Joseph as the fallback and perhaps Mike McDaniel as a wild card. I don't know if you saw Jake, but Matt Lombardo of the NFL. Um, that was his Twitter handle of fan sided. I put he had 30 K in a check, but that's no big deal with us, Jake, right? That doesn't mean anything does. <laughs> um, uh, but he said he's heard time and time again, that Brian DeBole would be intrigued with reuniting with Tua in Miami. Um, so again, there's plenty of reports out there every day. It just seems like someone has a source, but, um, 
I know Barry Jackson mentioned Brian DeBull. So uh, you read the tea leaves here. I mean, it almost seems like it would be like PFN's report and almost DeBull, Quinn, and maybe Vance Joseph as that fallback. But uh, we talked about before, man, other teams are announcing their, their head coaching search. They're announcing who they're meeting with. The Dolphins are not. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So like you mentioned, there could be this dark horse that just rises up out of nowhere that no one completely even thought about. And um, that's what I guess is so exciting about this. I, I truly don't think Chris Greer and even Stephen Ross went into this knowing what was going to happen. And um, let's just hope they finally figure it out or else we'll be back here three years from now or maybe next year. Maybe they just bring in a lame <laughs> guy. Yeah, maybe they just bring in a lame duck, let him, you know, collapse, tank again, tank the right way and – um, the sun will be brighter or something. The darkness always rises. What the hell is that damn quote? <laughs> throw, throw it out there, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of light, right? That That's kind of the, the point. I forgot, the NFL, I forgot the NFL rums. They threw out that the San Francisco 49ers uh, offense coordinator, Mike McDaniel, is believed to be the favorite now. So NFL rumors, I think that was one of those accounts that had like 200 followers at one point and just with all the bullshit they threw against the wall, skyrocketed up there. So I, I – I don't know, man. Be careful you just gotta you're preach listening to. until people start to listen. It's, we, we do the same thing. We just spew stuff until <laughs> people get involved. But Josh, you're retweeting almost every one of these that you see on Twitter. You can be found at House H O U T Z. Uh, this is a wild, wild uh, journey, Josh. And before we take off, the last thing, I mean, give, give me the gut feeling, the, the Wednesday afternoon idea of, hey, this is going to be the next Dolphins head coach. I know it's going to change, but based on uh, what you're reading, man, where are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Brian DeBull. I don't know why. Just over these last, I guess, 48 hours, that's kind of been where I shifted. I do think, again, Dan Quinn would be that fallback. And then after that, I'm just praying anybody but Vance Joseph. What about you, man? I, I think I'm still Mike McDaniel. Uh, I yes. think I, I just really hope it's some sort of offensive guy. Uh, leaving the division sounds cool. Leaving the conference sounds even cooler. Something super fresh, something super new. Uh, that could be just me trying to uh, be a rebel in my teenage yeah. years after dealing with the Dolphins being so bad for so long. But I think that's where I'd want to go. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I'm completely with you. I guess I was looking at it more of what I'm, you know, what we're hearing and trying to put the tea leaves together. Oh, you're but right. dude, yeah. we are right on that Mike McDaniel. I, I think I even actually finally, put an article up on the website with it's just why the Dolphins should hire San Francisco's Mike McDaniel and it was just a podcast or we sat like there brother. yeah I will cut my hair and I will do those uh fake Mike McDaniel <laughs> I'll, I'll get the Twitter I'll do all of that I saw some people call him Bong Shola did you see that I, I just oh my god that's I, awesome that that was yeah that was great so I'm still on the Mike McDaniel bandwagon I would love for him to be that guy who Mike Jones but I I think when it's all said and done you know, especially if Brian Flores or someone else ends up there in New York. But right now, man, we're all just waiting. And one interesting note, I think the Senior Bowl weigh-ins are this weekend. So a lot of these coaching staffs and these teams might want to get these hirings under wraps before that. I think Minnesota finally signed a GM. So th mm -hmm. some things are in motion. Jim Caldwell's name came up in Chicago. Did the Dolphins interview him? No one knows, man. But we're just sitting here strapped in. I don't like roller coasters, but this is a hell of a ride, man. And I'm just happy that you're sitting right there next to me. Why do you definitely wrote that down? What a, what a home run. I didn't, I didn't. I really so wish I did. <laughs> I really, I, that was one of the best things that I, I, yeah. When I write stuff down, I stumble around with that thing. Damn. That came off like uh Edgar Allan Poe or some shit. We're Costanza. We're ending it. We're on a high note. See you guys later. We'll be here by the end of Anybody the week. Anybody but Vance Joseph. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins.
Cause we're the Miami. 